Love Talk Radio. Good morning, good evening, good day, whatever time of day you listen to this broadcast. My name is Apostle Lonnie Starks, and this is the Wake Up to Jesus broadcast coming to you from the Jesus Saves Ministry, 1000 West Arlington Boulevard, right here in Greenville, North Carolina. This is a special invitation to you. If you've been out of church, you're not going to church, um, you're not a member of a church, and or something happened in church, and I mean, invite you to come home and be a part of our ministry right here in Greenville, 1007 West Allison Boulevard, uh, Jesus Save Ministry. Our telephone number is 252-214-0799. I want you to stay tuned today. we got a word especially for you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, praise the name of the Lord, and God bless you. I'm glad to be here tonight and to lift up that wonderful name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He said, if I be lifted up from the earth, I'll draw all men unto myself. And I trust him tonight, and I believe that God will do exactly what he said. I've been serving him. It's been 45 years now. September the 15th made 45 years. He's never lied to me. He's never let me down. And I just know that God, God is reliable and dependable. No matter who you are today, you can trust God Almighty. He'll be, always be there for you. I've been saved 45 years, and he ain't never did nothing but right for me. He never did no wrong. God never did any wrong in my life. It was always a blessing in my life, and I'm grateful. Today, the Lord blessed me with somebody, with some money that I wasn't expecting, and I give God the praise for it. I give God the glory for it. You know, it's, a, it's amazing. Uh, some people's always trying to hustle, but you ain't got to hustle. All you got to do is serve God. That's all you got to do: serve Him and be honest with Him. You know, don't 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 try to, you know, be slick with God. Just just be honest with God and serve Him with love and kindness and watch God bless you. I'm a living witness that if you just love God and love Him right, you know, the right way, though. You don't have to be no crook. You don't have to be nothing like that. God will make a way for you. I'm a man that lost everything I had. In 1974, I lost my house, lost my mobile home. I lost my property. I only had a 50-foot lot, 50-foot wide and 100-foot deep. That's all I had. And I, I lost that. I had a tractor and trailer, two tractors and trailers, a white and a mic. I lost both of them. I had a crane with a 40-foot boom on it. I lost that. I had a garage. I lost that. lost all, <laughs> everything I had. And you know the Bible said God will give you vineyards that you didn't work for. And I'm, I'm, I'm being a recipient of that blessing. Now, God has given me things that I didn't work for, vineyards that I didn't dig. I'm out here in Greenville and Belvoir, piece of property on five acres of land. You know, think about it. I only had a half a, no, I didn't have an acre. I had one 50-foot wide, 100-foot long. That's all it was. 50-foot wide and 100-foot long. 
and I lost it in 1974. Lost that, everything I had, even lost my family. I went down to nothing. I went to New York. I had a 59 Ford Torino. My son Marlo was in the backseat in the crib. He was like a year old. <laughs> and his mother in the front seat with me. And I had borrowed $50 to go to New York. But God said there's room in his house. I want to talk about that tonight, that there's room in the house of God. There's room. God, God got room for you. There's room for you, no matter who you are. There is room in God for you. Jesus Christ made a way for you and I. God, the Bible said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. I got that good news today to bring to you. The Bible tells us over there in the book, I'm just so grateful today. Uh, Saints, I am truly grateful. God didn't have to do it, but he did. He, He made a way for me. He made a way, I'm telling you. And I'm grateful to God. I mean, I don't, I don't take it lightly, man. I'm grateful that God made a way for me. I'm, I appreciate him, and I thank him. I, I mean, I, I can't thank him enough. I just thank him all the time. Somebody said, well, you thank him so much, because I appreciate it. You know, it's, it's like a, a, a gentleman that I didn't know in, t- in 2014. He bought me this house that I'm living in right now. Well, he bought it for the church and gave it to me because I'm the pastor. And he's a Caucasian brother. And then I call him and thank him. So I said, why are you calling him? Because you know what? I thank him. I really appreciate him. He didn't have to do it. But I do. I appreciate that man. I really thank him. I thank him for helping me. I appreciate it, man. What are you talking about? I really thank the Lord Jesus Christ for that man. He, he helped me. He made a way for me. Yes, he did. That man made a way for Lonnie, and I'm grateful. I am so grateful, my friend. I am grateful. I'm grateful to make this report that God made a way for me. And I'm still grateful, man. I I, I can't thank him enough. <laughs> Sometimes I call him and just thank you, man. He said, Lord, you ain't got to thank me. I said, yes, I am. I appreciate it. But that's the way I am. If somebody do something for me, I appreciate it. I'm grateful. Aren't you grateful when God do something for you? But I know I'm grateful. I tell you, I'm so grateful when God bless me. I don't care what it is. <laughs> I'm grateful, man. I am grateful that Jesus Christ saved me. I'm grateful. I'm grateful that he made a way for me. And I tell people when I preach something, I say, God, I got a sense of humor to save someone like me. I can't sing. can't preach. I'm not a good teacher. But God saved me, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm truly grateful. I'm grateful that the Lord Jesus Christ saved my soul. I am so grateful that the Lord Jesus Christ saved me. Yes, I am. I'm grateful. If you don't never do nothing else for me, I'm grateful. I am so grateful that Jesus Christ saved me. You hear what I tell you? you, You're talking about a man that's thankful Oh, I'm grateful. Hey, man, yes. You talking about a man that's thankful and grateful? I am grateful. If I if I didn't have another word to say, I want to say thank you, Jesus. I do. I, I thank him. 
I appreciate it because he didn't have to do it, but he did. You know, somebody said, well, you know, he had to do it. No, he didn't. Jesus Christ just loved us so much, and God loved us so much that he gave his own son to shed his blood on Calvary for you and I. I am so grateful. I am so grateful today. Yes, I am. I am grateful that God did it for me. He didn't have to do it, but I'm grateful. I'm thankful that God did it. I'm thankful. Yes, there's room for you. There's room at the cross. There's room in God's kingdom. I don't care how many people tell you there's not. There is. Listen, you're looking at a man that I, I never was. A, I'm, not, I'm not a smart man. I'm not intelligent. I didn't finish high school. I went to Bible school. I got a, a little degree in that. Um, bachelor's, no, a master's theology, and I got a doctor's of theology. But secular education I don't have, and God saved me. I have nothing when he saved me, and I'm grateful. I was shacking up and drinking liquor and smoking reefer. I mean, I'm transparent to people. I don't want you to think that I'm so big when I'm not. I'm nothing. I'm saved by grace. And when I say there's room in God's house for you, the word room means there's a place unoccupied, uninstructed, unobstructed. There's a place that you won't be bothering nobody. You can get in the kingdom of God. There's space for you. That's what I'm talking about. One translation said there's mansions. And another said there's rooms. So God got mansions for you. You and I. There's a space for there for you. It's a place that's not occupied, but it's waiting for you to be to be occupied by you. There's a place in God Almighty for you and I, each one of us. There's a place for you. God got a place for you. I'm talking about you now. Unoccupied. It's a place that set aside especially for you. Got your name carved on it. You, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, I'm so grateful, man. I tell you, God saved me 45 years ago, and I'm, I'm, I'm just having a ball serving God. I love Him. Um, the Bible says in John chapter 14. Listen to what He says, and this is the NIV Bible, New International Version. It says, John 14 verse 2. There are many rooms in my father's house. If this were not true, I would have told you. I'm going there to prepare a place for you. Prepare a place for you. Did you understand that? God is making a way for you. You may have been to jail. You may have broken up. Broken marriage, broken up home. You may have been raised in an orphanage, but God got a place for you. Just for you. I'm talking about you. He got a place for you. Jesus Christ says for you. I'm talking about for you now. Did you did you hear what I said? I'm talking about for you. God got a place specially for you. No matter who you are, God got a place for you. Did you hear me? God got room for you, you, I'm talking about, you tonight. I'm, I'm trying to drive that home. 
for you. <laughs> there is a place in God for you. You're not cast out and cast down, but God is saying, come unto me all that labor and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. He wants to bless you. That's what God says. Now look what he says in Matthew chapter number 13, verse number 22. The seed cast in the weeds is the person who hears the kingdom news but reads of worry and illusions about getting more and wanting everything under the sun strains, strangles what was hers, strangles it, chokes it, and nothing comes of it. Just because someone else is not prosper, don't you let that bother you. Maybe they let the worldless system get to them. They want to be a part of the world. I had a man that called me, called me last Thursday, claimed he wanted to rent a piece of property from me, wanted to meet me Saturday. I came all the way from Belboa to meet him over here in Greenville. <laughs> you know that man lied and he showed back up? I'm, you see, people, many of them have no integrity. They lost their integrity. And so then they want to worry why, why they're not making it. Now, he told me he just got married. And I looked on Facebook. He had just spent five years in jail for molesting a girl. And I don't know why his wife, young lady, picks him. But anyway, that's none of my business. I'm not out to hurt nobody. But what I'm saying, God love you. God love you. And God cares about you. God is concerned. And there's room for you. If this man could went to jail for five years for molesting a girl, a 15-year-old girl in 2016, don't you know God will bless you? God, listen, God will forgive you. He's a forgiving God. He's a, he's a, he's a loving God. He's a kind God. Listen, I never molested a girl. I never did anything of that nature. I never raped a woman in my life. But I still was no good. And he saved me. There's room in Jesus Christ for you tonight. You can have it. The Bible says in Matthew 13 and 22, the seed cast out, the seed cast in the weeds is the person who hears the kingdom news but reads a worry and illusions about getting more and wanting everything under the sun strangles what was heard. It strangles it out, chokes it out, and nothing comes of it. That's the only reason you can't make it in God. In John chapter 13, verse number 36, the King James Bible says, Simon Peter said unto him, Lord, whither goest thou? Jesus answered him, Whither I go, thou cannot follow me now, but thou shalt follow me afterwards. See, we we want it right now. We got we, we don't want we don't want to wait. The Bible said, Him that endures to the end shall be saved. You can't rush it. Let God handle it. Let God do it for you. 
and God will make a way for you. Listen, I, I'm not worried about anything. You know, um, my air condition went out about two months ago. We had to put a whole brand new unit in. Cost me $4,000. Well, God made a way. I didn't have no money, but God made a way. God always makes a way. He makes a way. Listen, we came to, a gentleman came to my church, to church today. Talked with me from about 10, from about, I think, 11.30 to almost 2 o'clock. Selling himself. What he could do, what he could do, what he could do. Listen, it's not what you can do, it's what God can do. God is the one that has the ultimate power. He's the creator of this world. And we got to learn to accept him. And I'm telling you, you may feel that you are unfit, unworthy, but in God, there's room for you today. In Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, he said, come unto me, all of you that labor. That means if you've got problems, you've got heartaches, you've got pains, aggravations, frustration, Jesus said, come to him. He's waiting on you with his arms stretched wide open. Come, come, come to him. And he'll fix it for you. There's room at the cross. You heard this song, there is room at the cross. And there is room. There's room right now for you. There's room in Jesus Christ for you. He'll bless you today. The Bible tells us in Luke chapter 6, verse number 43. And this is the New International Version. A tree and its fruits. A good tree doesn't bear bad fruit. And a bad tree doesn't bear good fruit. A good tree don't bear no bad fruit. God wants to make you a good tree. God cares about you. Hi, uh, Dr. Gilmore. Gilmore. God bless you. Thank you this evening. God bless you. But let God love you. He don't care who you are. God cares about you. He's concerned about you. And there's room. You can get to Jesus Christ. I don't care how many people tell you that you can't. They're lying to you. Jesus himself saying, come. Come, I want to bless you. And the Bible said, a good tree don't bear no bad fruit. In Luke chapter 6, verse number 44, this is what God says. His word says, you can tell each tree by the kind of fruit it bears. You can tell the tree by the fruit. People do not pick figs from thorns. They don't pick grapes from bushes. God says, you can tell a tree by the word. Listen, you don't have to tell me. I, I, I can look at your work and tell what you are. Your, 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 your lifestyle will tell me who you are. And so some of you are left church because I met a lady once when I first got saved. It was in Manhattan. And uh, she was very energetic, seemed to me, and very inspiring. And she just walked past my business. I had a garage there in Brooklyn on Evergreen Avenue. And she used to pass by, and she was so enthused. She was talking about the church and 
and how much she loved church and how church had blessed them. And, and she was just, just going on about church. And so maybe about two months later, I seen that lady on the other side of the street. And so I ran out there because I was looking for her to encourage me like she always did. And she was out of it, man. She was just distraught. I said, what's wrong? And she said, my pastor did me wrong. And she went on with a long story. And she dropped out of church because of what had happened in church. Maybe you are one of those. I can't say nobody didn't do you wrong because there's some wrong people in church. There are. There's some counterfeits in church. There's some backbiters in church. There's some molesters in church. There's some thieves in church. There's some whoremongers and adulterers in church. In church. Somebody said, well, they shouldn't be there. Why shouldn't they? The church is where they get saved at. That's where you hear the truth at in church. A man is preaching the gospel, going to preach the truth to you, and you can be delivered. You know, <laughs> I'm going to tell this story. I told it last night on one of the broadcasts I broadcast so. Um, back in, I think it was 80, must have been 85, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, it was in the 80s. And I preached a message, and I was talking about how God made man the priest of the household, and he's the head of the household. I said, he's not the boss, but he's the head, according to the Bible. And so, one of my mothers <laughs> brought me my first robe. She really bought a robe for me. Uh, when I got ordained, uh, she bought my robe and gave it to me. Uh, my doctor's robe and the bonds on it. <laughs> when I got my doctor's degree. And then she would buy me suits. She bought me shoes. She bought me a lot of things. But when I preached that message, mother went home. She was a mother of the church. And she went home and called me back. She said, Pastor Stars, this is Mother So-and-so-and-so. What her name? I'm not going to call her name now. I said, Mama, what's up? She said, that message you preached this morning, if you keep preaching like that, I'm not going to do anything else for you. I said, what you mean, Mama? She said, you're talking about the man is the head of the house. Uh, he died, preached about I said, Mama, the Bible said it. She said, I'm going to tell you right now, baby, if you're going to keep preaching like that, Mama's not going to give you nothing else. So I was young in the Lord, I was. And I said, Mama, if you don't ever give me anything else, I'm going to keep on preaching what God says. Mother got mad. And her husband, they left and went to California. They stood out there about two years and came back. And they rejoined my church, the church in New York. Well, the church is not mine. It's God's church. They rejoined the church. She died first, I think, about 94, 95 or something. Um, and then he died like in 2000. Oh, I don't know the exact dates. But they stayed there until they died. Now, a moral I'm saying People are going to try to get you to change from where you are. But you stay with Jesus. I was just talking with a lady today in Ohio. And she was telling me how 
she used to go to the pastor for information or something she didn't know. And the people was saying, uh, put out a rumor that she was going with the pastor. She said she wasn't going with the pastor. She just wanted information. And she said, so one night, her pastor's wife called her on the telephone and told her, I don't like it. You're getting too close to my husband. And so she said she was old. She was like in a daze. And she said the pastor was in the back because she could hear him back there talking. And when the wife hung up, so the pastor called her back. I don't know these people now. She said the pastor called her back and said, the daughter, I'm your pastor. If anything that you don't know concerning the word of God, feel free to ask me. I'm here for you. Now, the point I'm saying about that, maybe you've been one of those, in one of those cases that people just false accuse you, lied on you, said some demeaning things about you in church. They'll do it. But I'm telling you, Christ still loves you. I'm telling you tonight, with all my heart, mind, body, and soul, Christ still loves you. And there's room for you. You might be you might be one of those that have been put out of church. I've heard of people being put out of church. But listen, don't let that stop you. Jesus Christ still loves you. And he's concerned about you. He's saying, Come to me. I want to bless you. That's what Jesus is saying. I want to bless you. The Bible says in John in Luke chapter six. Verse number 45, this is New International Version. It says, a good man good things. These come from his good that he, that is put in his, in his heart. A good man says things that's in his heart, good things, not bad things. Then he goes on and says, an evil man says evil things. These come from the evil that is put away in his heart. Their mouths say everything that is in their heart. I'm saying to you, maybe you've been talked about, lied on, all kinds of things in church. Don't let that stop you. Christ Jesus still loves you. And he's calling you now. He's using me to let you know that he loves you. He's using me to let me know that he cares about you. He wants you to know it, that he cares. And John chapter 14, verse number two, New International Standard Version, New International Version of the Bible. So there are many rooms in my father's house, many. Don't just think your pastor got the only room. There's other rooms. Don't just think I got the only room. There's other rooms. Don't just think the bishop got the only room. There are many rooms, Jesus said. Then he said, if this were not true, I would have told you. He said, I'm going there to prepare, prepare a place for you. That means you. Please understand, he's talking about you. I love you tonight, and I do. My telephone number, if you'd like to call me, is 252 214 0799. I got to get up and get out of here. I'm going to do my extra. I'm going on my, 
my grandma, uh, Bishop uh, Summer used to say, well, I had to hang my hat as a preacher man in this world when he be preaching. Well, saints, I got to hang my hat. And I started to say, well, mama's called him, so I got to go on down the road. <laughs> but anyway, have a good evening, and may God bless you. Have a smile upon you. All right, there you go. Well, praise the Lord. Thank you for uh, being a part of our show today. Oh, the clock on the wall is telling me it's time I got to get up and get out of here, but I'm so glad that God is good. I'm glad that you are there. Listen, if you ever like to speak to me, you can call me at 252-214-0799. And remember, if you're not saved today, it's so simple to give your life to Jesus. Yes, simple Christ. All you have to do is say, Lord, help me and forgive me for my sins. Really mean that in your heart. It said, Lord, come into my heart and save me, and he'll do that. You'll be a born-again Christian. Well, you have a great day. My prayers are that you will always be blessed of the Lord in Jesus' name. Remember, you want to call me, 252-214-0799. Have a great day in Jesus Christ. Good evening, Dr. Gail Gilmore. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. I love you tonight. Remember, God is good. Have a good day, y'all. I'll be back again tomorrow at the same time.